Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Morning, everybody. It is time for another one of our Blue Room Extra Previews here on the Blue Room. This time, subscribers weekly. As we look back on a disappointing end to 2023 and what we'd like to see from the Blues in 2024. Joining me this week are Adam Sutton and Mick Greenall. And here is the part of the conversation where we look ahead to the new year and what's to come for the Toffees. If you'd like to listen to the show in full, the link is in the description to wherever you listen to your podcast. Or you can check us out at patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Hopefully we'll see you there and hopefully you enjoy this segment too. Few other bits and pieces just to, to go through before um we wrap up. Um interesting one on New Year's Day. I think Paddy reported this a little bit as well, um, before the new year, but um Leon being linked quite strongly with with Dan Juma. Um so Everton will potentially be ending his loan and he'd be he'd be going off there. Uh, there's been some talk about him going back to Villarreal, I think, as well, from reports in Spain. Um Mick, I'll I'll come to you on, on this one first, mate. Um it <laughs> Being brutally honest, it's really, really not worked so far. Um, I think Everton have paid a, a decent loan fee for him, given our, our financial situation. I don't know if they'd be able to recoup any of that um, if they were to end it early and he was, he was to go elsewhere. You know, we'd, we'd have to wait and see on that one. But um, as much as much as you don't want to lose attacking bodies and, and players, because we are so short in that position, I, I do sort of look at this one and think I wouldn't be totally surprised if, if that's the way it went and you know, we ended up playing for, for Leon or, or back at Villarreal this this month. Yeah, I think it's kind of... I, I don't want to say gone the way that we kind of discussed in the summer, but I suppose the, the, the cynicism that we maybe spoke about and the, the limitations and suitability, I suppose, question marks around that, has kind of came to fruition, I suppose, the how he's always caught between positions in, in this current team. Um, I don't think he's been held by, by the managers, you know, use of substitutions but obviously that's you know his preference and, and that's just I suppose the a result of that you know he doesn't he's never just going to go you know 65 minutes that just replace one winger for another for the sake of it so straight away you you know that limits the amount of game time I suppose for someone like him um yeah I, I think I was thinking about this today actually and because I, I saw people you know discussing it on Twitter and 
I, I think still looking back now, even after what we've seen, I think at the time, I still think that the, the transfer made sense to go for because ultimately the the market that everything we're in and obviously the finances and, and everything else to for that type of player and his I suppose you know attacking quality compared to probably other options at the same sort of you know market range I think he was the best available and I think you would have kicked yourself to have not gone for that and, and see what happens and ultimately as you know with it being a, a loan transfer as we're seeing now it's still relatively low risk of you know he leaves he leaves we don't really you know lose much um, and you'd expect them to go into the low market and find a, a replacement hopefully more suitable and hopefully someone can 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 make a, a stronger impact um yeah I, I think it's really it's really hard because I do feel like we've just not seen enough but at the same time when he has come on you know he was really good against Tottenham he then came against came on against City and you thought you know what you know if you kick on now and play well. I know, obviously, you know it's really harsh to, to say that against Man City. You know, we yeah, they were fantastic in the second half, and we were obviously chasing the game at that point. But you thought that would be, you know, after playing so well against Spurs to, to then go and do the same thing. I would have been fairly confident that he would that he would have been in the team then against Wolves because he would have, you know, really put a stamp down there. Um, but it just didn't happen, and I think, you know, I think there have been a couple of games like that where he has come on. And it's like, you know, if you make your mark now, then I do think that the confidence will be there for the manager. Burnley in the Cup was another one where I thought he probably played and personally feel his position in this team. And he was just he was just non-existent in the game. That intensity off the ball just wasn't there. And I think that's just the that's just been the issue. And I think I don't think any of us can really say where, you know, he has come on other than a couple of occasions where, you know, why isn't this, why isn't he playing much more often? Because you can you can see the, I suppose, the, the disparity in profile compared to him and McNeil, for instance, you know, that work rate's just not there. And ultimately, if that's a, a non-negotiable for, for, for the manager, then, then then it is what it is. And um, yeah, hopefully, you know, part of me still feels that maybe, you know, he might be able to, to pull it back. But if... If Villarreal um, decide to sell him, I, I feel like we'd have not much, not much say in that anyway. To be honest, so um, we'll just see what happens. I think that the most important thing is that um, Everton definitely don't come out of this transfer window weaker. And I say at the moment, you know, if you took Dan Juma out of the squad, then we are weaker. Um, it's about adequate replacements, and I don't think there's massive amount of players out there really. Right, we'll finish off, lads. Um, you've had 40 minutes or so to think of this, but I want you one Everton wish for the next 12 months. Mick, I'll come to you first, mate. What are you hoping and praying for from the Blues? Just a couple, really. I've just been writing them down then. I think, first of all, straight off the bat, no more, um, you know, hopefully that we like pass the next PNS kind of like year. Uh, just, uh, just going a, a little bit longer without any. Um, Know, speculation in, in, in the media, even if we, we never get our point, points back for, for the remainder of the season, just just so we can go through the next year without that that point deduction over our heads or anything. Just yeah, I, I think we we probably will. I think by the by the sounds of it, pass it anyway. But but yeah, I, I really do hope that 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 doesn't really come back to bite us for a second year in a row because I think at that point you'd be like all that prudence that that we've had in the you know the transfer market, you know the players that we've sold the the fact that you know seven 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 are having to like put money into the football club and and, and for us to then you know f- fail again, I think that would just be a real 
um, you know, punching the guts, I think. Um, but but really, other than that, on the pitch, it just uh, the, I suppose the continued stability and in some ways progression from from the last you know the last twelve months, um, especially from, you know this time last year or, or even you know the, the last six months itself. I think the you know the, the genuine you know competitiveness and performances for, from the team has been the best for for, for some time. So if that can can be maintained, you know we can go into the the transfer market, you know, probably cash in on an honor and try and make the, the squad itself stronger. And, and hopefully next year, they'll, you know, this time next year being, I suppose, the position that we're in now, but without the punk deduction, you know, that high 20 after after 20 games, um, maybe thinking about European football, definitely not thinking about, you know, relegation. Um, yeah, that, that that would be my, my, my one wish because obviously the, that stability and that lack of um, fear in, in, in the last year. It'll be good since last year, won't it, next year? So, yeah, um, so yeah that, that that's my wish, I suppose. And same to you, Adam? Um, I think it all depends on the next, well, two days, really. I want Everton to be competing for, for, for a cup, really. Um, we've had some amazing times over the years, haven't we, in the FA Cup? I remember going down to Chelsea with my dad and winning on penalties, which might be another wish as well, actually winning a penalty shootout. But <laughs> I think just just a wish of mine, and I know it sounds like a small one and it might not be one that's too significant, but I, I just want to see Everton win late, late on in a game that means something. And I know that sounds like stupid to a lot of people, but the best times I've had at Nevertonian is when you go to an away game and it's a tight all game where you go one down. I went to West Brom where we were two down after an hour and we won 3-2. And that feeling coming out of the ground, I don't think there's anything better than that, especially when it's something that, that really means something. So I don't know whether it's this season or I don't know the start of next season in 2024. I'd love to watch Everton, you know, go away to, to Chelsea, go away to, to Arsenal and just win late on randomly. 1-0, Beto, and I just think that feeling, it can't be taught really, can it? In that moment, limbs, as everyone calls it. But walking out that ground, if it's an early kickoff or a late kickoff, and you're going to the boozer, hopefully it's not within the next 75 days anyway. Um, <laughs> but, <clears throat> but you're going Cele- to the boozer. Celebrating with a tonic water. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it, it doesn't matter if you're having tonic water or vodka lime and tonic. It, it, it really is that feeling of, we've just won late on, and it's... It, it, a, a, I don't know, a couple of thousand or 30-odd thousand around you, which are all feeling that elation. And, and yeah, those are the things that keep coming back, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would love... Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I'd love us to be surprised by them in one of those games. Like, you know, like West Ham did at Arsenal the other day. I just went there and, like, did a job on them, played really well in the counter-attack. And I, obviously the irony there is that it's Moyes, and I think it's his first win at one of those four major grounds in 71 attempts. But... You do sort of look at us and think whenever we go to any of those games and think, it, you know, of course we're gonna we're not gonna win here. You know, we might might scab a point every now and then. But but mine is the start of the new season in August. I want similar similar sort of lines to you, Adam. I want one of the big sides at home in the, the half five slot in the summer twilight at Goodison Park and for us to win. Um, because obviously it's gonna be the, the, the last summer. A good lesson, isn't it? Going into that season, so just do, do you know when you play in August? Like I always think, like the do we beat United in 2012 and Fellaini scored and Gullison just had this, like this glow 
um, because of the, the summer summer twilight and it just looked amazing. Every time I look back at highlights that I just think, God, God, it's looked incredible that night. I just want one of them before we we move out for the for God, the final time, which is mad to say. Yeah. Winning the game late on in your shorts is yes. is top five things in life, really, isn't it? Sports Social Podcast Network.